what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello, welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Laffin. I'm delighted to be joined on the live by the Seagull Prince of Pro Wrestling Podcasting. Nick David. Good evening. You go. I'm mildly enthusiastic after <laughs> uh, after a uh, very uh, yeah a bit of a breathtaking uh, uh, weekend of wrestling and football, <laughs> obviously. Yes, I had a very busy weekend of wrestling. I went to Kingdom of Wrestling on Saturday. To Vessel Island on Sunday and then watched, yeah. Well, in the in the morning we watched the main event of SummerSlam and then after, of Survivor Series and then we watched the rest of the show after Vessel Island. Yeah, so it's full on <laughs> weekend. It's full on, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, um, good news, lads won both his matches. He successfully defended his Kingdom of Wrestling Championship against Sam Bailey on Saturday and then him in Act 2 yeah. defeated the Violent Gentleman Society in the six man tag. At Wrestle Island on Sunday. Very fun matches. Yeah. <laughs> Both amazing shows as well. Yeah. Just wish Kingdom was an afternoon show because it starts at six, for seven finishes it's like half nine, and then you have to get back from Southport. So we didn't get into like close to half eleven, and Isaac was nice. Bless him. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. Both shows. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I think there's only one place we can't really start. Um, <laughs> so, War Games finished. The copyright symbol comes up. We're all thinking, oh, it's not going to happen. And then, <laughs> happens. <laughs> Cult of Personality comes on. I was so excited at the time. I, I've heard a few podcasts since. I'm like, oh, I hope this is going to be well, going to be well. But what was your initial reaction to it? So, uh, yeah, I think just sort of lost up in the moment I, oh, stupid I mean it's so irritating that I kind of knew it was going to happen because I saw um, I stupidly came across a spoiler I think well oh. it was more it was more like putting two and two together when like you've got someone who doesn't speak about wrestling often going oh my god did you see yeah and then my brother went well CM Punk then uh, in, a, in another message I was like well that's obviously blatantly obvious now what's happened so um yeah, but even so, despite having almost like a nine, well, a hundred percent inkling that it was going to happen, it was still through me <laughs> with just hearing cult of personality, seeing it, and obviously the pop is pr- probably, in my opinion, the loudest pop I've seen in wrestling. Really? I, I think it is. You know, I, I think it was louder I, I, than his return at his AEW return, like his return to. I think it probably was, you know, uh, maybe not as loud as um, his actual entrance when he came out in Money in the Bank. Cause I think obviously that style of crowd potentially, but um, it was very loud. I mean, because it, yeah, it, it did feel very, very loud, um, and it was just more of just the yeah, like the whole buzz about it all, like seeing it all on on social media properly. Once I had obviously watched it in person, but yeah, it was. The, the amount of buzz obviously it's generated speaks for itself. Um, but yeah, you could obviously once you sort of digest, you could say the clues were there uh, in terms of 
of WWE, the fact that uh, they were sort of playing with, would they really do that to a Chicago crowd? Potentially the <laughs> fact that they obviously, the, the, the hints of, oh, Randy's probably not going to show up. He's not going to show up. Uh, but CM Punk might. <laughs> and then that Orton did return. And you're thinking, oh, no, they've. Well, uh, brilliantly, has it? Yeah. yeah all, all of that was brilliant. They had fun with it, which is what we always say about uh, playing with stuff that you probably know is going to happen. Um, and they had a lot of fun with that on the, um, on, on, and it made it fun the whole night, I think. Um, obviously there they had the, the big return in our truth, so, as, as well, so. That's quite, quite a funny segment, I thought. <laughs> it, it's more subtle, so obviously it's easier when you after, it's a bit like when something happens, then, like a big thing happens, and you sort of look at all the clues after, and then you go, ah, okay, well. Yeah, it probably does make a bit of sense, but it still just felt, even when I caught up with Raw today as well, just hearing like the commentators saying the words CM Punk was, <laughs> was just obviously because we, yeah, obviously just not, no mention of him whatsoever in WWE capacity since 2014. Um, on, obviously on television anyway. I know that he had that, what was it, that Fox TV show or something when he came, but obviously yeah, that was, yeah. that was with Fox as opposed to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, it, 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 it all just, even now it just feels a bit surreal. And, yeah, it, it was just an unreal rest of my, and, and, and there was another interesting sort of debate that I saw that, is there really any, is there going to be any more genuine pops left, uh, that you can, like, in, in the, in a wrestling, um, well, obviously yeah, you've got the potential of CM Punk winning a belt in Chicago. Um, but in terms of like, I mean, more in terms of like people turning up at a new a company, so to speak, if that makes sense. I suppose. I think any, 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 if if any of the elite turned up in WWE, I think they'll get a massive pop. Or and then yeah, vice like, versa. Roman or Seth turned up in AEW. Yeah, I, I, I think the closest thing I could think of is maybe like in, in either company, probably more more so in WWE, a Shield reunion. Yes. Oh yeah, if. Um, Moxley came back to WWE, yeah. Oh, imagine, imagine somehow they had Seth and Roman had to find a new partner. <laughs> we, know, we know someone. <laughs> but, uh, no, I thought the whole thing was, was great. And just, um, yeah, I, I, I did think that it was all done brilliantly throughout the night. Um, and... I think it really just continues to buzz WWE. And, and I know it was obviously some toxic, um, he did feel a lot more, I don't know, even when he made the second return to AEW this year, he, I know, it, I don't know, the whole promo didn't, it felt like a, a different CM Punk to the one that we kind of did see in AEW this year. Yeah. It did feel like someone who was a little bit more, less on edge, I'm going to say, is the way, if that's the way to word it. And, yeah, I mean, and I've seen a bit of criticism with the ones on Raw this week that it didn't feel genuine, the promo, um, that it, it didn't feel very much like CM Punk, but I, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think the on home comment was, was actually, again, that sort of made me sort of mark out a little bit in itself, the fact that he would actually say that sort of thing. Whether it was, I he couldn't be... Quite a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. I, the same thing. Well, he said, I, I, I'm back in... I got, when he did that, said the similar thing in AEW, I thought he meant he's back in wrestling, wasn't it, Mark? Rather than, Rather than sports, sports entertainment. Sports, but sports, yeah. yeah, whether it's making a dig, I don't know. Who knows? But, um, I mean, I, I had no problems with the promo on, 
on Raw. Um, and I'm, I'm really am excited to see where it goes. I think obviously clearly the 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 place I think it will lead to is a match at WrestleMania with Seth. I think that that already that seems like where it's probably going to end up, but who knows? Um, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many out again. This, what the great thing about this is that there's lo- there's many people that you could put him in the ring with at WrestleMania, just hopefully not Roman or Cody. For, um, you think it's, he's got it written into his contract that he'll headline Mania this year? I doubt it. I don't think, sure. um, no, and I don't think it is. I think if you'd said this a few years ago, I think that would have been the case. Like, if you said this prior to any of the shenanigans in AW, um, even as far, even as back as 2021, before even before Cody obviously came in, I think absolutely that if, if he did demand all of that, then I think they would have bent over backwards for it. I think now with how good WWE has actually been this year, it, it is a different company to the one that he left in 2014 where, let's face it, the product's been in small, in large doses. There obviously has been elements of it, but for several years it has been toilet. Um, if we're going to be, we're going to be brutally honest, but now it is a very, very good product. Um, with obviously with much better creative direction, I think the the way the way the way I'm really going with this, mm-hmm. um, it feels a lot more refreshing. I think obviously the, the I think you only have to look at all the stats that are doing the rounds. Um, at the, well every week it seems with 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 the with sales and everything, with how quick tickets are, buzzes on social media. So it's a very good place to be. Um, the fact that obviously Punk comes with making a bit of a toxic background in AEW, mm-hmm. I think he doesn't have the right to demand that. Triple H may see something different. I'm not Triple H, but um, for me, it would seem way, way more than it would be a couple of years ago with WWE trying to give him everything. And I think it more is in Punk's benefit to be in WWE than WWE to have Punk in it, if, if you ask me personally. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be back as a like, full-time on screen, or do you think he's going to have one of these, like, he'll have a, like, a run-up? Yeah. Run-up, you'll be on roll. Run up to well, uh, run roll, run up to Mania, run roll, some slam. So make it more of a special attraction out of him rather than having week to week. I imagine they will go down that route of a special attraction free agent for now, anyway, until he maybe enters a sort of a, a guaranteed feud, if you will. Um, and I think that's probably the way to. I mean, is he, one, one of the things clearly he, it was exhaustion last year. Last time he was in WWE, proper burnout. So I know they won't make. Well, you'd like to think they won't make the same mistake. WWE nearly killed me. Was that what he said? In the I think that was a quote. Yep. Yeah. Um, Twenty and uh, but don't, don't, and as well to be fair to um, I mean he's forty five now. Though they'll, they'll use a bit of natural, knowing that he won't be able to be as well as frequent in the ring, I guess, as he was. Maybe to, uh, back in 2014. Who knows? I mean, I could be completely wrong with that and that. Uh, but um, I, I imagine they will probably use it more as a special attraction, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to mm-hmm. a guaranteed piece like Cody Rhodes on Raw each week or SmackDown. Yeah, I've heard reports that um, the TV deal is up soon, so this is kind of Nick Carl's way of appeasing the TV companies. It's bringing a yeah. big, get a big pop in ratings. <laughs> no, I heard that as well. To be fair, so what would you do? Would you? Because I think because I think a lot of people are going to say that he's a hypocrite by going back to WWE. What he's been saying in the last couple of years. So I would play into that and turn him heel straight away and make him say, "I'm only here for the money" and stuff like that. 
Yeah, that was odd at the end of Raw last night when he when he said that. That was a very odd. I mean, again, whether that was part of the potentially this promo that uh, this program they want to get in with with Seth, maybe it was a uh, all part of that because the fact it quickly went off there after. Maybe that was that was intentional. Who knows? Or maybe it was. I, I don't know. Um, it seemed like an. It, maybe that was a <laughs> that I've seen like some. Doing like it could go down the storyline. I mean, I actually do love this idea that I came across that it was. Uh, I think I saw on Twitter. Was it Twitter? I saw no, anyway. Someone goes, maybe it's part of an angle where he's trying to destroy the company within. <laughs> yeah. And a part of me would kind of like that, but um, I don't think anyone who's doing anything like, like trying to destroy something with inside, be it wrestling or be it any sort of movie that you watch, I don't think they give their blow their cover straight away straight, so on the first attempt. So uh, whilst I kind of admire the long-term storyline, Tom was trying to say, um, that, yeah, I don't think um, they would go straight down that route for, uh, for, the, for the start. So, um, yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think they could do it. If they did it smartly, they could go because... He was very anti-part-timer, especially with The Rock back in the day. It's like, he'd just come in, beat all the young guys, win my championship. So they could, so they could play into the hypocritical way of that. It's like that he's come in on his part-time contract and he's going straight after the belts. And <laughs> I think it could be a really smart way of... Because I don't want him to do what they did in AW, just have him do promos for half an hour each week about how much he loves wrestling. It's great to be back. And it's got a bit boring quite quickly. Isn't it? But then, I, can't, I don't... <sighs> Well, yeah, and they go, if they had, uh, Seth, Seth's a great first feud for him, because it'd be the company man who's like, it's like the number, <laughs> like the WWE's and his blood type of man, he's <laughs> the guy who's just here to make money. Well, exactly, yeah, and I think obviously clearly after, I don't know if you saw the videos doing the rounds on, um, after Survivor Series, well, sort of was going off the air, I should say. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of was it was off air. Um, with Seth outside the war gate, he um, clearly um, looked angry. But then there's loads of people saying, "Oh no, don't worry, it's generally just a part. It's just a work of why he's like that." Um, there might obviously be a little bit genuine, like of anything. There might be a little bit of bad blood, but um, yeah, I think um, I think that would definitely play into. That would be the perfect first feud, as you say. And as, uh, I think we've, 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 this is going to be obviously. I think so. Th- this was always going to be the first um, feud, regardless if it was against Seth. But I think that would be the first way of looking at her. Well, well, I've been here since you left, and um, when you decided just to leave on everyone, when you started. Um, so there's always. It, it could have been anyone, but Seth would make the most logical sense out of everyone. Um, given you right, he has been the company man. He has really, really sort of. Um, well, done a lot, as we know, since Punk's left. Um, uh, yeah, it would make the perfect first sense of the feud. Would you wait until Royal Rumble to have him have his first match? Or would you... Uh, um, been, would you throw away his like, return match on a random episode of Raw? I've got feeling they're probably going to be um they're going to do like a big episode of raw i think given the fact that we've got um a while to go until the rumble the fact cody's um now looks like he's going to start a feud with nakamura so my first thought of that was oh okay well there's not a pay-per-view until the rumble cody's just declared entrance to the rumble they're probably gonna have to i can't imagine them stretching that out until the one the pay-per-view after the rumble so my lot i reckon they're going to try and go for maybe like a big maybe the first first raw of 2024 they'll make it like a big episode and that's when you 
might get a punk match on there or the first mm. SmackDown of 2024. I, mean, I don't know how, how the Christmas, I mean, cause I think Raw is actually on New Year's Day this year, whether mm. they've announced they are going to do a live episode that night on New Year's Day. And that's, that's New Year's Day on the, yeah, on the Monday. So whether they actually do do a, a, yeah, a live, a live, um, Raw that night, then they might want, they might choose to make that a big sort of special New Year's Day episode. Um, well, Raw is on Christmas Day, but I think they way moved away from filming, doing yeah. the live show. Yeah, it didn't go down too well last time. Um, and I don't think, given what the culture is these days, they certainly won't be doing that, I don't think. So, yeah, but I think, yeah, you could definitely, I think maybe the first Raw, if they do do a live New Year's Day Raw, could be a big one. And that's where you could get a match of Punk versus someone. Um, obviously, yeah, it, you have to be quite careful with how you do it like who, who it's going to be you don't want to kill anyone else's momentum um obviously you've Maybe got Dolph Ziggler you can just have a great match with Dolph Ziggler <laughs> well yeah and, and that also yeah Dolph, I mean Dolph could be one to take heart to him just leaving the company mm-hmm. um but um I mean who knows these there's lots of angles the, 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 I think the most interesting thing though as well is I was because obviously we saw in AW that he was every evidently many places it was very like as I said I could, when he came to when it, at all in I couldn't believe the booze he was getting mm-hmm. but Chicago unreal cheer then he, they carried it on, on in, in Nashville last night and Raw with a big pop so um, yeah it'd be interesting if many other places continue to, to well to obviously get behind him I'm, I'm, I suspect there'll be some crowds that maybe might not be too um, too happy to see him who knows as it's obviously not AW but um, yeah, I, 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 I would imagine they will, yeah, I, I can see it being a, a Raw, one of the first Raws of 2024, they might give him a match mm-hmm. before the Rumble. So you think he'll win? Cause I, I was listening to Russell talk today, and they were talking about him winning the Rumble, I was like, oh no. <laughs> but they, they, had, they had it, they, they, that's where they, they were discussing him having this guaranteed WrestleMania main event in his contract. So that's where they got that. And then they thought, well, how, how would he get into the main events? Would you have him win the Rumble? I, I wouldn't mind him winning the Rumble if it's Seth, but then that mm. kind of then, you sort of then sort of feel like you're, you'd be a bit stupid to not go for Roman Reigns because that's just the, the ultimate. I mean, yeah, it would ultimately obviously then put the World Heavyweight Championship up to elite level, but I don't know. I just think for now it should be, yeah, I, I still think Cody wins the Rumble and faces Reigns. It's kind of what I want. I know it's, oh, uh, it's it's quite obvious what what, but I, I don't know. I've just kind of got. I really want that to happen. Um, I'm not against Punk winning it and then challenging yeah. Seth because there's probably ways you could get around it. The fact that Punk was, I mean, maybe wants to come out and say he's going to face Reigns, but Seth almost bribes it. Well forces him into wrestling because I don't know he gets under his skin so Punk uses that to face Seth so there, there certainly could be ways you go around it and you get you can get around it so yeah I wouldn't be against it I think they could they would have him win the world title on the, in his first match back at Royal Rumble I think they could <laughs> that would get some dues I think <laughs> plus cheers and then, and then he'd, he'd hold the title till Rumble till uh, Mania I think could, could be a way Getting them main events without. They don't just, they've had this long term plan with Cody, so you don't want to just derail this this plan they've had for Cody. You didn't win it last year because you needed more of that adversity, so you're definitely going to do it this year. And they just bring CM Punk in and derail it. <laughs> this long term plan they've been doing. Oh, I just don't. Yeah, there's two ways they can do it. I, 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 
the way I liked it is he turned him heel straight away, but then you could go down the other way of just having him having loads of dream matches for a couple of months before he goes into a proper feud with someone. Just have him against Kevin Owens, have him against Sami Zayn, have him against all the ex-ROH guys who wrestled back in the day. <laughs> it's quite hard to think, actually. He left in 2014, and on, at that time, yeah, Kevin Owens uh, wasn't even on the main roster. Sami Zayn wasn't on the main roster. No. Shinsuke Nakamura wasn't on the main roster. Finn <laughs> Balor wasn't on the main roster. I mean, we could be here for a while, but um, talking about... Uh, obviously the Shield was still stable as opposed to individual wrestlers um, yeah I mean as I say we could be here for, for quite a while um, so but it, it is um, it, yeah I mean there is loads of I actually forget how many dream matches you really could have with with Punk I mean, obviously we never got Punk in like, did we ever get Punk Cody in because yeah. Punk returned 2021 and obviously Cody left uh, AW latter well no early was it latter latter 2021 early 2022 wasn't it so you had a match in aw but you've even regardless if you did you still got that under a wwe roof which just makes it even it just makes it a different feel doesn't it in a way Mm. um and apparently drew stormed out the building as well it's been reported so that, that could be like a first feud stroke number one contender type thing yeah and it's making me f- what I'm liking as well about this is they're not it's making you think or oh, work or is it not because even Drew alluded to that on Raw this week um, with Seth when he was like obviously yeah we made um, we made headlines last night both in and out of the ring so it's whether it's quite a clever little nod and and I, I like this from from I like I, li- I like acknowledging stuff you know without even saying the actual words it's just good and it makes it, it just treats people this day and age people read about stuff people know stuff obviously happened mm. there's, there's it's not treating your crowd like idiots so which I like so um, yeah there's that's another way you could go and it looks like Drew is a well an actual heel now after Raw this week um, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's, there is so many options, but... It's not, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm excited how they're going to do it, because I can see a lot of people... If he comes out and just, it's just like happy baby face, I was like, you're just a massive hypocrite about what you've been saying on WWE the last couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, absolutely. So I, th- I think that going down the heel routes pretty much straight away is the best way to do it, to play into the, I'm a hypocrite, I'm only here for the money. I'm here to get my main event in WrestleMania and win the title, and now I'm off <laughs> with the belt. <laughs> uh, do the few, do the thing what you should have done in 20. That would be quite funny if we went down that route. Uh, this is what we should have done in 2011. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a match with and defend it someplace. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to just John Cena and him just turning turning on John Cena turning on hit him main events in like random. Indie shows around the the US for the title. I just I, I thought that would have been a lot of fun. But anyway, we're halfway through the show. We haven't actually mentioned Survivor Series. War games. War games. So, so the show opened with the women's war games match, which I thought was a lot of fun. But there, there was a bit clunky in bits. There was obvious bits where they all, somebody wasn't in position for the spots or. Um, yeah, in places it seemed a bit too choreographed, but I, I found it a lot of fun. I thought Bailey was amazing in this match. She played the Sammy Sammy Zayn's role of last year, where he was, despite her being like the main, but like, a bit of 
role reverse where she's the leader, but she's kind of still has to prove herself to this to the new members of the faction. So she was the one breaking up most of the pins, and she was the one breaking up the submissions and getting in the way of people getting injured and stuff. And she's like, yeah, she's putting her body on the line for the rest of the group, which I enjoyed. And, and they, uh, damage control seemed to have all the they had that. They had, they, had, they had the disadvantage, and they had all the good spots, all the good weapon spots. <laughs> so I think that's when they got all the shears. <laughs> so it was a bit a, a weird dynamic within, you know, for the for the crowd because the faces should never have the advantage in a war game. Much they should never be what two and one up. And yeah, I, I did enjoy it, but I think for the wrong reasons. I just, I just really enjoyed Damage Control's <clears throat> performance. I thought, I thought they were great faction. Just a little bit disappointed they didn't turn on Bailey at the end as well. But that could have been fun. So. I, I I absolutely adored this opening match. Um, I I had a um I had a mate um, round as well on um on Saturday night, so we watched it in the morning. To be fair, and he, I think like I've converted him. I got him. My crown jewelry was interested. Now I think after this, he's really now converted with everything that happened on this show. He was even messaging me after because he left before the main event. Texting me going, oh, "Did you see the ending after that actually happened?" Um, so, um. Um, yeah, so, but no, I've really enjoyed it. I thought all the little bit of story, uh, story I tell him was there that Bailey, you're already throwing early sort of hints at Bailey's going to go on and be that sort of, sort of that, that, that ultimate baby face putting, and I think you, you kind of got that being the real leader on the, um, uh, in, like on, for the team. I feel like I already got vibes of Bailey potentially being a, a, a rumble contender, a rumble winner contender out of this. Ooh, uh, I, like I, got, that. I got real big vibes out of that from Bailey. She was outstanding, but I thought the overall women's war game match was, was brilliant. A really good opening to the show. Lots of little cool sort of moments. And uh, throughout, um, there was obviously, yeah, many hints, obviously at the Charlotte Becky stuff. Um, but overall, uh, and obviously, yeah, yeah, the, 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 uh, sky, the bin, uh, with the bin, great. Yeah. Uh, obviously a nod to NXT when that happened but overall I thought it was a really good opening War Games match um, I was yeah, happy with the winning as well so uh, yeah, I think everything about it was was great booking wise um, I think now if you come out of this yeah you've got you certainly look at a Bailey face turn as well I think you should be going with, with this after this and um, I think yeah already I'm, I would love to see I think Bailey versus EO Sky at Mania. Mm, yeah, I think Bailey deserves a Rumble win as well. She's been brilliant. Yeah, agreed. It would be a nod for all of her. Obviously, don't, we forget how great she actually was before she got injured. She literally, well, her and Sasha Banks in 2020 absolutely carried the company. They were the best thing about her. Part none. Definitely, yeah, I was about to say the same thing. But they carried that through the pandemic and <laughs> they were brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. I think they, I barely win the rumble. Yeah, that's a bit. Okay, um, Gunther versus the Miz. <laughs> People say this is a brilliant Miz match, but a pretty mediocre Gunther match. <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I think Miz trying to do all his sports entertainment stuff, and then Gunther just cutting him down <laughs> and battering him. With him. But then there's, 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 do you think the him winning with the Walls of Jericho type move is a call to? Jericho's title reign because Miz would have broke would he have equaled or broke Chris Jericho's amount of intercontinental title runs I think he would have broke it broke the record and yeah there there seems to be lots of Jericho references and stuff and Jericho apparently out of contract soon ooh so 
Gunther Jericho Mania for the title. Oh, another. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought this match got a lot better as it went on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it started off a bit slow. Um, I can't say I was too invested, but the last five minutes, I went from not giving, not for, for almost falling asleep to absolutely hanging on the edge of my seat stuff. I thought it was a, yeah, a really great ending to the match. Um, I think these two have actually had a bit of, fair, a good bit of chemistry. I think on paper, it should be a bit of a disaster, if I'm honest, a, a face Miz versus a Hill, Hill Gunther. But even last night, I quite like the interaction there backstage and Raw. So, um. It's, it's face, but he's still doing heelish things. Like, he still did the Yeah, like, but I actually like, quite on, like that. Raw last week, he won with, put his feet on the ropes, I think. And then, oh, I was throwing them off to his cap, trying to pin him without putting his feet on the rope. And, I, I don't hate that in the sense of, Look, I think everyone knows Gunther's obviously, again, on paper, Gunther should absolutely annihilate Miz. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I quite like the fact that Miz, well, why the hell would I not do heelish things? I'm still a heel, but yeah, um, I, I love, I, I don't know, there's ways you can get around it. It doesn't have to all be just straightforward, oh, I'm a heel, so I'm going to treat to win sort of thing. You can still be a heel, you can still be a babyface. Like, Eddie Guerrero is your perfect example of that. Um, so, um, I'm not, I'm certainly not comparing Miz to Eddie Guerrero, but. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I was quite, I was, yeah. Out of all the matches, I was quite surprised this one, out of the single matches, this went the longest. So, um, Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee. And he went seven minutes. So I was thinking, why, what's the really much point in Dragon Lee? Carl Ito could have done the seven minute match. So, <laughs> but, again, it was a fair bit of the story. But Santos Escobar over strong. They've got a huge lot of to say about the actual match. It was, it was alright. <laughs> yeah, putting, putting that Escobar over strong is what's needed for, to go forward to the storyline. Yeah, um, it's a, I mean, for this, I've kind of felt like I wasn't a fan of the way they took Carly, unless Carly has got a genuine injury and he couldn't mm. compete. Yeah. It, it seemed to me that it was a bit of a booking, a bit of a classic going back to what WWE used to do, booking yourself into a corner type thing, because you've got Dragon Lee, who's come as this... um, He's been brilliant on SmackDown the last couple of weeks. Been brilliant on SmackDown. They're really putting him over as, well, what a talent this guy is. He's on a very good winning streak, um, etc., etc., um, you're sort of starting to believe in the fat crowd. The crowd are starting to believe in but certainly the ones who don't really follow NXT as well. So you've got all that momentum going. So him losing was going to be a bit of a delta blow. But then equally, you've got someone who's just turned heel, and that would have been an absolute disaster. He went if it was Santos went and lost because his heel turn's been great so far. Yes. Um, so I, I would have personally have just done um, Santos versus Carlito and. This, as I say, Carlito generally does have an injury. Mm-hmm. It, it it just felt 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 more correct what to do. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, at the same time, at least he did win. I think it. I think there is ways you can build Dragon Lee back up for sure. Um, I suppose they probably wanted to give maybe a good idea of getting Dragon Lee actually on a pay per view in a way that makes sense, rather than just putting him on for the sake of putting him on a card. Um, so yeah, it was good. I didn't love this match, but I think it was it was okay. It was good. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. I think it was another match that I had, yeah, Zoe Stark didn't look like she was going to win at all. She was a bit. She, she kind of got came out the 
like the beginning of the match. I think Zoe was very good at the beginning, but then it just turned into a, a Ripley's going to win this. <laughs> so I don't remember any at any points believing Zoe Stark was going to win. And another less than 10 minute match. So it was, like, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, again, a bit like, I feel like, this, uh, I feel like with this, it was, you know, it, it was good. Uh, I actually was hoping for a little bit better, I think, given how good both, both talents have been. So, yeah, I think yeah I wasn't blown away, but equally I wasn't, it wasn't horrendous, but it's, um, yeah, we'll say it could have been better. Would I, would I like to see them go at each other again? Yeah, probably. I think, um, I don't think this is obviously the end of Zoe's type by any stretch, but I think, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I know where I'd, I'd like to see, I think, Rhea go, uh, go at, I think, Becky Lynch, I think, Becky versus Rhea, I think, is where I want, want it to go for, if we're talking. Of Mania, I reckon it's going to be Becky versus Rhea, I think. I think that's what I want. I think, I think Becky's, I think Becky, He's, I mean, if you had said obviously last year, I think it was, I mean, I was nail set on it being Bianca um, at the post WrestleMania last year, but now I'm thinking, yeah, definitely Becky. And I think it just proves what, I mean, she's had a great year. I think she earned, she's earned it more than anything. I know that's um, a bit cheesy to say, but she generally has, I think, seen a work down in NXT was great. A lot of praise backstage from, from everyone. I mean, even NXT wrestlers sort of said it was, it was absolutely, Invaluable, almost to have her down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, exactly the same. I think it seems to trend to do a similar thing to what they used to do with Hogan, where they, they bring out like the monster of the week to face Rhea. But monster of the week's only work if there's a, you generally think that she's, she's got to lose. <laughs> so, whereas Rhea's that much above the rest of the, the women's roster on Raw at the moment. Is it? Because they are, they have, they've been very smart by keeping Becky away from Rhea Ripley for this long, I think. Having them go to NXT and having to be in the War Games match rather than being in the title scene with Rhea. So when it eventually happens, it will be like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> she could actually beat her. So, yeah, I'm going to do exactly the same. I think, I think Becky at Mania will be a great spectacle. And, if you're going to have a women's match headline WrestleMania, I think that's the best one you could actually do at the moment. Because I've seen calls for Becky versus Charlotte, but I was like, why? No, nah, I think you kind of put that. I think you kind of just you've put that to bed for one one um, for one for one side as well. I think with the um, yeah. So I think if you had the, the two women's title matches as Rhea versus Becky and Io Sky versus Bailey, that's two. Like top tier women's matches to headline or be one of the co main events at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, we, we forget, I mean, there's still, I think. It's the like, six months, the best part of six months. Well, this is where I think it would be interesting with like, with like, I think, I think, I would like to know what their plans are, because I think they always do come with plans, but they kind of have a rough idea following at WrestleMania for their next WrestleMania. But it is interesting at the point when they decide to maybe go, hmm, I'm having second thoughts or hang on this person. Now we have to consider them for, for whether, how, how, what they've done, so to speak. So it's always interesting where they, where, where plans are sort of not ripped up as such or when someone's really just sort of almost booted down the uh, plans go, no, look at me. Look at my work I've done. Um, so, and I think Becky Lynch, I think after her NXT work, certainly for me, made me think, yeah, I think, and then just for her recent work as well on, on Raw's been, 
great. So yeah, Be- Becky Lynch versus um, Rhea. I'm, I'm all over. Plus, obviously, then you can obviously also, also if Seth still with the Judgment Day, you can obviously do nods as well in that way with with, with Seth and Becky. So yeah, um, yeah, there's the men's war games match. Short as well. As <laughs> usually, usually, I want to say it's at least fifty minutes long. Usually, it's just a scene. 34 minutes. Because <laughs> so, there's 10 entries of three minutes a pop. <laughs> and and, and, and Randy came in and he did what he had to do. He just came in, did his race hits, did the drape and the, the drape and DDT. He did a couple of RKOs. Didn't take too many bumps, did his poses. It just seemed, I was like, yes. And then it ended. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't enjoy this much. My favourite spot of the match was when Dominic came in. He was doing the three amigos to Cody, I think. And then when he got up to do the third one, he was surrounded by like, Seth. He was spattered. Yeah, I think yeah, everyone was really good in this. So. Are you surprised that um, Priest took the pin? Uh, no, I actually was happy with that, and I think I, I think I said it last week on the um, on the pod that I, I wanted Priest to um, take the pin. I think it would make more sense in the story on the fact that he was going in demanding to be the leader. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I I really did. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of time for that. Um, I had a lot of time for for the. Uh, for, I, I think he. I think it made the most. Like I said last week, I think they could have taken an easy way out and had. Uh, Dominic or JD McDonough take the pin, mm-hmm. but I think Priest, the fact that he's the money in the bank, he's got the he's one half of the tag team champion. I think it makes more sense to actually really put a dent in the Judgment Day, um, so to speak. And the fact that JD's just uh, yeah, they they could have taken the easy way out, and it could have been quite relatively straightforward. Then, but yeah, I, I really like this. So this is what I wanted to happen. I'm happy that, um, that Priest obviously took the defeat. And it's um, obviously going to be interesting where where the judgment day do certainly go from here. Um, in terms of the actual match, um, yeah, I thought it was really, really again really enjoyable. Another, I mean, I, I, I don't think I've ever really disliked any war games match in particular, to be honest with you. No. But um, I think they got this again right. I think they got this absolutely spot on um, uh, with, with all the booking with this. Um, I quite like the fact that again, yeah, but they're like, oh well, well, Randy's not coming down, but Rhea Ripley's bringing the briefcase down, and then that's when Randy's hit. So they got that bit to a T. How, how would the match have worked if she you cashed in? Would it become um, a nine-way match? <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. Does it then? But he just pinned JD McDonough, and then he's won the championship. Well, that's what I was thinking. Or like, yeah, does um, yeah, yeah, that's what it was very. A bit like, I mean, that's why, I mean, I knew it was never going to cash in. I think as soon as Rhea came down with it, I think we all knew that, well, either Randy's music's going to hit or Pug's music's going to hit. That's the way it was like, oh. Someone was interrupting it, let's face it. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, I did, I still like the um, the moment for it. But no, um, really, really good. I mean, yeah, I think, I think the favourite spot was the yeah, the RKO, JD McDonough into the RKO. Yes. <laughs> really good. Really. How he's still, so. Gets them so spot on every time he does the like avalanche type RKOs. It's like yeah, just gets his timing perfectly. Yeah, I just say I, I really enjoyed this much. So, I went back and watched it twice. So <laughs> yeah, Isaac was very excited when Dominic came in. It was like last. Was like, He's just gonna get battered, Isaac. <laughs> and so the, the whole that every other countdown, the the 
crowd counted down like 15 to 1. But as soon as it came up 15, just stopped doing for them 15 seconds for Dominic. Didn't even bother counting down. <laughs> I just, I just uh, I love his character work at the moment. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I put it to, you know, really, really just um, a fun main event match. Um, great. To, oh, how good does Randy Orton look as well? Oh, he's, he's beefed up. He yeah, looks. it's weird. He's like, I know he's always been pretty jacked, but he's now looking like bloody stat, more stat than Batista than Batista. He's, 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 he's always been jacked, but he's also been slightly lean. So, but there, he just looked, yeah. <laughs> as soon as it came out, it's like he's beefed up. <laughs> yeah, he looked he looked amazing. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, they did pet him perfectly. I think if he's if the reports would be heard that he got told he shouldn't wrestle again, so just come in, have him just come in and do his great hits for five minutes. It's perfectly booked. I just thought, but just usually when the war games begins, it doesn't last five minutes; it lasts another twenty minutes. So that was just a bit out the blue when it finished. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> but, yeah, I enjoyed it. We did. We did when we watched it back, we kind of skipped all the adverts and the, mm. the video packages, and we got through it in an hour and a half. <laughs> so, so, we're watching the entrances as well. So. It's just, oh, is that finished? I was like, yeah. <laughs> we skipped all the bits in the middle. <laughs> so I was like, put aside like three hours. So I thought it was going to be like four hours long, because the War Games matches are normally the best part of an hour with the entrances, usually. So, and then, that's what it is. 20 minutes for each match in the middle, yes, for four, four hours of all the adverts and the video packages in the middle. Yeah, I think it was two and a half. <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna, going to go down as a classic pay-per-view. If, if, if CM Punk didn't turn it up at the end, I don't think pe- people will be talking about this as a candidate for a pay-per-view of the year or anything, but it's another solid... Yeah. Uh, Sorry. As I say, it's not going to go down as a classic because there's been so many good this year, but it's another solid pay-per-view for WWE, even if CM Punk didn't come back. I think it's a, it did what I had to do. It's, it's favourite storylines, and it's... The only thing, and it's a bit picky, I thought he could have been a bit more emotional in the match, as it's his dad's match. Could have had a bit more of an impact in the match. Because he got the cowbell out, and I don't remember him actually doing much of it. And stuff. That could have been like a great moment. That's the only real criticism of the match is... It's, Cody could have done a bit more. And Seth's role seemed to be shouting, where's Randy? <laughs> but, yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. Yeah. I, I love the, yeah, the Jay and Sammy still, like, like best friends and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I like that. like the dynamic of the team. was good. They all, had, they all had their own gear, but they all had camo in the gear. So they looked a bit like a team. I was like, cool. Yeah, so overall thoughts on the show then? Yeah, I think I think you very. I think you made. I think you're spot on in the sense that yeah, if Punk didn't come out, you're probably talking that it's a very good show, but not a not a pay per view of the year for sure. I think regardless of if Punk came out, I still think it was a very good show, and the fact that it was obviously a nice feel good moment to end the show with all your proper over baby faces, which is why they had to win. I mean, you've got. I can't remember a time in WWE, I think we've said this, when you've got so many over baby faces. I mean, we're not even talking about one who's probably been the most over the rest of this year in LA Knight involved. Mm-hmm. So you've got, um, yeah, so many um, great sort of stuff. Like, I mean, this is a testament again to sort of WWE this year, to be fair, in a way, the fact that you have got all these over wrestlers. Um, 
yeah, and um, I think, yeah, I think you had two very good war game matches. I mean, war games are always just so much fun, aren't they? I really do love, I'm starting to love sort of this sort of Survivor Series now with the war game. I, I, I said, oh, yeah, I still like the, the obviously the five and five Survivor Series match. I, but I, um, I it's uh, the same war games as the same pay-per-view. Yeah. I, I think you probably could. I think they, that's something they need to look at of where they can put it in or where it should make sense on the calendar. Because I do... I mean, you could probably even just get. I mean, I I, this is. I think it would make sense if you still did a Survivor Series and then maybe just did a War Games following Survivor Series because they used to have a December pay per view, didn't they? So yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they have, they, they have the what's meant to be dead, the dead pay per views that don't really mean much between <laughs> SummerSlam and Royal Rumble. So if you have the a Survivor Series well and a War Games booked well in, in that three couple of months, I think we could do it. Even though they're not even that similar concept, so you can get away with having two pay-per-views based around team teams facing off against each other because one one's elimination and one's war games. I think it is a they are different enough for it not to be become stale. And if you have like the main like like this is a Raw match, so have the main event of the Survivor Series be a SmackDown elimination match and then alternate that way. So. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and have the wins the way round as well. I'll go back to the old days where every match was an elimination match with Survivor Series. Yes, back when I was little. That's what I used to like. So. Um, I would like to sort of say though as well, Raw, how Raw I thought was great this week as well. Um, I've only uh, seen um, Punk's um, promo at the end and then R-Truth's. Oh, yeah, that was great. The R-Truth. With the day where he offered his services for water <laughs> Not many people can pull off regular goofy comedy. R-Truth mm. absolutely can. It, it, is just, it just makes you smile, doesn't it, I think, more than anything. It was, it was great, and um, it was just great, like, with Baller and... Baller with Baller and Jaden McDonald's going, oh, instead of getting angry, they're just going, oh, look at the mess he's made, <laughs> like, with the sugar <laughs> every, everywhere. Um, I, I could tell, like, he's one of those characters where no one just wants to lump, no one just wants to, like, knock him out. No. Um, <laughs> like, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just thought, yeah, that was great. Um, but no, um, yeah, good, obviously, to see Randy Orton back, um, um, obviously with the win as well but um, the Drew McIntyre stuff on Raw I thought was great as well with Seth the fact that obviously Seth came down cut his promo Drew came down and obviously said I want to shake your hand again best best man won last night your team won beat my team uh, basically Drew was again like sort of being that like kind of face going they promised me Jey Uso in a cage on my own do I get him in my own no I didn't did they say they did, did John Doe say they promised me victory yes they did did they did they hell he goes, I don't really have a clue what they're doing, um, effectively. Um, so I was criticising them, but then was like, I want to move on, though. I want to challenge you again for the title. And then that's when Seth was like, ah, um, Jey Uso's got the opportunity. And then that's obviously just snapped Drew around the edge. And then that's when he proper went heel and, yeah, headbutted Seth. And I don't even saw he actually headbutted him, but blood. Yeah, uh, Drew cut himself by, yeah, I think they actually, actually connected with the headbutt. So... It was quite a proper good sort of spot, and it does make you look even more badass. But yeah, Drew was sort of bleeding, and then, yeah, sort of then attacked Seth, and then Jay Uso came out with the save. But that was a really, really good segment. Really. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's, I think that, I think this is really just, I think the whole booking of Drew has been great. I've been, I've always said how much I've enjoyed the heel turn. Um, 
And I think now, yeah, it's now, it's now got him to boiling point where we knew this was going to come. And I think the way it's come about, it has made sense. The fact the whole reason for turning here was because of Jey Uso and the fact that what snapped him over the head was Jey Uso got an opportunity over the, um, uh, obviously got the, yeah, they got the belt, they got the opportunity for Seth over him, which Seth and then he was obviously screaming at Seth and you went behind my back. You've obviously backstabbed me. Um, so yeah. Right, so we'll be back next week with our preview of NXT deadline. Um, yeah, and probably backstage controversy as well with CM Punk. I suspect that. It's already been released. <laughs> a fight with Kofi Kingston. <laughs> yeah, they used to be tag team champions. Did, yeah. <laughs> a decent match to come back. Especially when he comes back heel. I'm thinking it's out too loud. But anyway, if you enjoy the content, please follow us on Twitter. It's BBG Wrestling. Facebook's BBG Wrestling. And so on Instagram, it's BBG Wrestling. Good night. Good night. <laughs>